tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, After Buzzers, to another after show from Marco Polo. I'm your host, June Lee. And please subscribe and check out our site on youtube.com slash TV. And allow my host to introduce. Oh, uh, you can also catch us on iTunes. Right. And SoundCloud. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you guys can live tweet at us during the um, podcast. You can find me at MS underscore June Lee, J-U-N-E-L-E-E. And where can we find you guys? Uh, Michael Andrew, uh, Michael underscore Drew at Twitter. And you can find me at Katie Wilbert. Yay. So Simple. what did you guys think about this episode? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this <sighs> this is like the number. This was the suspense episode. Yeah. This one. I, oh, my gosh. There's literally moments because we're all watching it together. Yeah. There are literal moments where we're all sitting there just like, oh, no. <laughs> no, yeah. it's coming. It we know it's coming. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was one of those... Uh, at the end of the episode, like everything was just so much more defined. I know. Like, I, in my mind, I kind of have an eye for who I already hate. Like I already mm-hmm. hated him, but now yeah. I just have a disdain oh, for this guy. I now. know. I know. So. June, you were even like, I don't feel well. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel. I was under such anxiety while we were watching. Like, oh. I know. But let's start with Kokochin. So we open yeah. with this romantic scene. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Marco and Kokochin are getting it on underneath the tree. It starts really. <laughs> Tender to you. Like know, at first, I he's know. just like sort of gently touching her. I love like the finger kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> it was very, very beautiful. Yeah, it, it threw me off because I was confused. Yeah. I didn't think it was a dream. I was like, wait a minute, did mm-hmm. he just get? I was like, oh, did she murder? Did she attack him? Yeah, with the snake and then rode him. I don't know. I was just it really threw well, me well, off. Well, it's hard to know, know just... because the last episode, right? right. Him with the. Um, now I forget her name, but the the wrestler. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That yeah. happened so quickly mm-hmm. that I, for a second, was like, I think maybe that's just a thing. That's just in how this they show. do Like it, it just oh. maybe they're not going to clue us in, and now we just need to be on board with the fact that this is happening. Yeah, right. they just they just do it. <laughs> yeah, right. But then we we finally but, uh, do mm-hmm. find out that it's obviously him hallucinating because of the snake venom. Yeah. And for those of you guys that you know, having seen the last episode, Marco was basically attacked by the snake, and. Uh, at the end of it, we didn't really know what was going on. We didn't mm-hmm. know if it was, you know, Kokuchin or Zabing, her protector, yeah. or was it the guy who's obsessed with Kokuchin and what's their relationship? What's going on? So we get to understand a little bit more of that, more yeah. of that, this episode. It's, it's kind of crazy that the, his first hallucination is is them doing it. That well, kind, that, that kind of, yeah, but that kind of threw me off. Like you, you just got attacked. And how does he know it wasn't her? Like, I would have thought it would have been her who left the snake. I mean, mm. I think they've been setting it up, though, his sort of gradual infatuation with yeah. him, or with her, mm-hmm. um, just throughout the episodes. And mm-hmm. I think that it was a really strong way to sort of make that um, mm. clear. Mm-hmm. And also his um, continuing immediacy of, like, trying to protect her. I think yes. that it sort of made 
it punchy at the top of it and you kind of understood where he was maybe going with some of it like if that's his subconscious then Mm -hmm. you know she's in it and that's important to know yeah yeah but he just got attacked by a snake and i just he's hallucinating the the venom is making him hallucinate and she was top of mind for him like Mm -hmm. he's obviously like super gung-ho about protecting coca chen that's Mm -hmm. like top of mind for him yeah i mean i don't don't disagree but i think it's just it's it's a good uh, I think it's a good ploy to make it's a good uh, point to make us to make us realize where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, like that's what that's what he wants. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, the first thing that comes to his mind when he's hallucinating is <laughs> sleeping with the blue princess. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think when venom and poison are coursing through your veins, who knows what you're who thinking? Knows? And yeah. he was in that act like that was the last thing he was really trying to do was to save her. Yeah. Right? yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think that's what it was. But um, I really liked how you know Hundred Eyes was taking care of him and like yeah. that whole interaction like Marco. You know, calling him Sifu, and you know, like I just yeah, thought, I, yeah, that, yeah, you know, it was really nice to see. There. It was very quick, and we yeah. didn't we didn't really explore that throughout the episode, but I thought that was really interesting. I like what they're doing with that relationship. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting. I mean, he's a character that I really, really like, and yeah. I, I feel like I liked him from the beginning. But mm-hmm. the more that you see him interact with him and this sort of kinship that they have mm-hmm. um yeah it makes me like him so much what about him specifically makes him i, I agree i love hundred eyes but I mean, what is what about yeah, him do you like i think he really is that sort of wise mentor mm-hmm. character and yeah. he does it so well and in a unique way in that he's um blind but he has foresight you know yes, um absolutely. and maybe that's not so unique because it, but i don't know i just think the actor is brilliant. And, yes, I agree. It's um, a hard role to pull off yeah. in this day and age, I think. Yeah. Something like that, you know, a kung fu master mm-hmm. that's blind, that's wise and Confucius. And like, yeah. you know, like, so I think that actor does a, an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. I'd be curious to know if he, like, at any point kind of gave himself like an animal or something to sort of. I've heard people yeah. do that before with their acting. Yeah. Be like, yeah. I was inspired by, oh, I by see. cougars okay. because they're they move I a certain see. way. Like, I think it's so fascinating to watch him be so still and then to move so quickly and then be well, still again and move so quickly. Like, I was going to it's say, beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say he, we've. I think we've seen him in a lot of snake scenes. We saw him. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. You know, yeah. What do you do? What do you, like coaxing the snake? Uh-huh. And I think in the yeah. earlier episodes, and in this episode, you know, he was tending Marco after mm-hmm. a snake bite. So I do feel a very snaky vibe from him, not in a bad way, but which is like, interesting because you usually associate snake with, with bad. Yeah, right. But, but we don't know. We don't really know what's going on with Hundred Eyes yet, though. That's true. You know, there, there's, they've done a good job of keeping all of his stuff a secret. Mm-hmm. Like we still don't really know. We only see him when he's teaching. Right? We don't know why yeah. he's there. We don't know why he's captured. Mm-hmm. We don't know why he's blind. Right. He's fascinating. Know? I think yeah. the less you know about him, the more you're like so yeah, drawn you to know him. More about him. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid that when we find something out, we might not. Because uh, there's so many pl- there's so many twists and turns. Right. Yeah. No. True. Um, Kate, have you seen the rest of the episodes, or are you? I'm with pacing Michael? myself. Okay. Um, yeah, which is hard because I'm a total binge watcher typically, mm-hmm. um, but I'm trying really hard to be good. I, so, I'll go watch five tonight. <laughs> I've been on that tip too. Yeah. I've been on the whole like one nice. episode. Nice. Trying no, it's good. It. I yeah. love that we have that balance because I've seen everything. I'm oh, just okay. like, ah, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I don't know who's following along with us. But um, well, we see Maylin. Mm-hmm. She's obviously 
became a favorite of Kublai's, yeah. and you know she's kind of. Um, you know, massaging his head, yeah. and, yeah. and like Jingham and Achman are like, "Yo, like dad, like king." You know, we got a whole like army that we got to deal with here. Yeah. You know, you want to focus a little bit, <laughs> and like Kublai is just like, "How's the Latin doing?" And like Jingham is like so angry. I think we really see yeah. Jingham's jealousy during this mm-hmm. episode. Jingham you know? just doesn't get a break. Like the, the furthermore this episode goes, this is like everything goes up for him, and then it and just then falls. 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 It's like right. the guy. I know, I feel for him. just can't get a break. But I think he's just trying too hard always, you know? Everyone else is sort of just... So insecure. Yeah. I think we can all relate a little bit, though. Yeah. You know, that desire to... Please your dad. Please your your parents, and you know, and as the the son and the heir, Mm -hmm. there's so much pressure. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, it's tough. But in this episode, he really... He had so many moments where he did step up. Mm -hmm. Totally. And then it all just... Ah, I know. know, I know. Even when, even when Marco was, you know, hurt, yeah, you know, and Shifu Hundred Eyes asked, you know, like, I like that she Shifu Hundred Eyes, yeah, you know, he was like, you know, what separates us from the animals is that is compassion, and so mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was nice. The fact that, and I think that shows that Jingham is a good guy. Yeah, you know, he has character, so you're rooting for him, but he's yeah, fighting all of these battles. So the song, so there's drama going on in the Song mm-hmm. Dynasty, you know, between the Empress and the Emperor, who's only five years old, <laughs> yeah. and Zhao Shidao, who's the Chancellor. <laughs> and Zhao Shidao is like, I was so shocked. Jeez, like he literally called her old woman. This guy. You have no power. And I was just like, oh my God, that's a queen you're they're, talking to. They're really building him up. Yeah, like, like, I felt like they, they did that definitely. Um, in the third episode when you I, I mean but this one was just they they went for it I just feel yeah. like it was just no holds barred like let's Absolutely. see and it, it's gonna get worse is my feeling like Ugh, you've seen the, yeah. just the tip of the iceberg of him being so disrespectful mm-hmm. and um, it's like like I said at the beginning like that's the one episode sorry I didn't mean to, did I cut you? no no no, no, no. <laughs> I was like I don't want to say more cause you know we'll, we'll oh. get to his other bad doing yes. oh yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll pace ourselves but that like this episode, he really pretty much solidifies hate me. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. the, I'm I'm the villain, and he everything he does in this episode is just terrible. Like yeah. every scene he has in here, he does something extra douchey. It's like kind of douchey, <laughs> totally. then more douchey. Then he ends yeah. it with like like the chancellor king. douche. Yeah, he just he, he is really, chancellor douche for sure. He's he's not a nice guy. It's like he hates that kid. Uh-huh. Like he hates the baby emperor. Oh, I know. Like he looks at him with such disdain. You're just like, I know. He's just like it's a, a little baby, baby. <laughs> just sleeping. Like it's, it's a so kid. The part where the kid's playing and he's like, "I am the emperor." I'm like, "Oh, adorable." <laughs> so he's cute. probably going to be a great emperor yeah, he too. Like, oh. He plays well with others. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So we kind of you know see the the dynamics there mm-hmm. and obviously the empress hates Jiao Shidao and she yeah. even asks about Mei Lin like where is your sister so yeah. she she obviously cares about Mei Lin mm-hmm. which in a way is kind of hard to do right yeah. I mean like she to speak frankly she is the, her husband's other woman yep. but she has more compassion for Mei Lin than Jiao Shidao does and yeah. Jiao Shidao's like I don't know maybe she's just out, you know, doing yeah. stuff like her, turning her old tricks, and oh, he's he, just a terrible guy. Yeah. It's great. Like he, his disdain. It's like he just he doesn't accept anything 
on himself. It's always mm. someone else's fault. He oh, always blames right, another yeah. person. Yeah. But if something goes right, he'll like, immediately be like, it was The it Chancellor. Was yeah. I did, I, yeah. It's crazy how, uh, how he is in this But show. I got to say, he's an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. He does he makes me hate such him. a mm-hmm. great job of capturing that essence, yeah. you know? And it's not like he's someone who's yelling a lot or anything I like know. that. I feel like yeah. it's way more powerful how... Um, how subdued Minimal. he is he yeah does actually yeah, yeah. i don't know if subdued is the right word like but he's very like it's calm yeah and, and i think that's always an interesting choice and always a stronger choice because i think someone who's so controlled like that are unpredictable mm-hmm. and if they're not feeling worried it worries you because totally. you're like they're they're up to stuff and they are you I would don't say know what he's capable absolutely. of absolutely but this is actually i think this is the first episode i've seen him actually show some anger Mm. When when uh, when he approached the the empress and he called her old woman, mm. that was the first time I saw him really get angry. upset and yeah. angry. Mm-hmm. And he does storm out later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the first time I was, like, was oh. scared. I was like, oh never, no, yeah. that wrath is going to point somewhere. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. So you know, Sorry. and then we went. No, 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 it's just not so at all. Juicy. I'm I know, no. So feel free to jump. It's okay. We no rules here. Um, but I do want to talk about Zabing. So Marco shows up at Kokochin's place, and Zabing is like playing with this like stick, and you're like, what is that? It kind of looks like a straw. Mm-hmm. And we find out he's you know of the third sex, so he's either. Is he transsexual? Is that, what, is that what that was? Yeah. So he's a hermaphrodite, probably. Okay. Or either either a hermaphrodite or like a eunuch, maybe. Yeah. You know? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I'm thinking hermaphrodite because it, third sex is very kind of... That makes me think that. Yeah. I feel like eunuch is a very specific thing. Right. And I think if you were a eunuch, they'd probably say it, right? Right. Yeah, but why, then why do you use the, uh, the pee pipe? Why do you use the pee pipe to pee? So I think, I guess I'm not, I'm not well versed in... Um, hermaphrodite biology. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think he needs it, obviously, to go but to the restroom. I think, if technically, a... if you were a hermaphrodite, your urethra would still be yeah. through your... Uh... Yeah, exterior genitals. You're, you're I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to be so technical. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, <laughs> your exterior. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see more about that in the future. I'm not sure. I thought it was but cool. I thought that was very interesting. It was interesting. When he it just was pulled out the stick. He's like, <laughs> yeah. You want you want to watch? And I'm like, what the? What's going on? He's so fierce. That guy. Like, he is he's so interesting. This is a very interesting world, and I like yeah. that. I like that the writers and the creators put in little details like this because, mm-hmm. I mean, these are people like this exist. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I think too many times in stories and in movies and TV shows, we only kind of see like the norm. And mm-hmm. I really, really like it when writers and creators kind of take that extra step to put in something a little different that adds yeah. a detail to the world and real stories about real people. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. It's a yeah, good, it, it it's a good a choice, I think. Yeah, to yeah. Exactly what you're saying. Like, include different kinds of people because... Mm-hmm. I mean that is through any that, century. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those people like that exist, mm-hmm. right? It, it yeah. makes it authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So Maylin hears, overhears because she's massage as she's mas- massaging Kublai's head. She overhears about this parlay, and she's yes. like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay. So like, there's a parlay going on, and you know, Kublai's not going to be there. And so she's obviously thinking, oh, maybe my brother's come to his senses, and she wants to let him know, hey, Kublai, Kublai's not going to be there at your at your parlay, and that's what tips Josh. That mm-hmm. off to like 
what parlay? And then we have that horrific ending, but we'll we'll get to that. So um, Maylin is obviously, you know, an official spy now. She's mm-hmm. working with messengers to send Jashi down information from the Wall City. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how that, yeah, you know, grows and. You know. I'm so curious about her, too, because I'm not entirely sure um, which way she's going to tip mm-hmm. in that. Um, I think what's interesting, too, that I know you guys talked about last week is that you look at um, Kublai and then you look at the chancellor and how they try to mm-hmm. govern. And it's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made me really come to to like the con because... I mean, some of the rules and laws they have are really extreme, and I think hard to stomach in Mm -hmm. this age, but I feel like he still has a way of ruling that is just in his way. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, so I guess I wonder, and I maybe wonder the same thing with Marco Polo, if because of where they're at and his treatment Mm -hmm. and it being so different from the chancellor, if they'll Mm -hmm. tip one way or the other, you know? Um, as far as meaning, what? meaning like allegiance wise, yeah, her but being the, a spy. Right. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it's her brother, but her brother doesn't treat her well. Yes. He just, you know, oh no, she does mm-hmm. not like her brother. Yeah. yeah, no, she has no respect for her brother. But, but I but, don't think she'll go anti Song Dynasty because no. I don't know how her relationship was with the the emperor before he passed. Well, yeah. no, I think he, she genuinely cared about the emperor. Yeah. But um, yeah. more importantly, her daughter Ling Ling Sunflower is with the chancellor. Yeah. So. You know, I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think Joshua did that, you know, at, you know, uncoincidentally. You know, I yeah. think he did that because he knows that that's his true. sister and he don't have a great relationship. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she could, she might she might tip the scales yeah. in the song dance. Exactly, she was exactly. Mm. exactly. That's a good so point. So I yeah. think Ling Ling, unfortunately, is kind, kind of, of like the collateral. To her you know? not yeah, exactly. being a traitor to him. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, so I think it'll be very interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait till we get to the end. Because <laughs> okay, I should okay. say, yeah, I know. <laughs> we are holding it in. Oh gosh, that makes me so sad. So we see that Marco Polo's father has returned, mm-hmm. and uh, another this is what douche. I, this is what I said last time. This guy Marco, he just wants his dad to like him. I know. I know. He, 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 so he, much parental, in this. so many daddy mm-hmm. issues in this. Oh, yeah. show. <laughs> he, he waits for. He finally waits for his father. His father finds him, sells him, comes back, and is like, is literally, it's just he's just he's doing like illegal things, and it's, and he and he gets he he could have he gets he almost gets Marco killed like I he more than likely gets him killed. Yeah. If if uh, Kublai didn't like Marco, yeah. Oh, he oh yeah. Be Kublai, over. Yo, yeah. Marco would have been yeah. toast. Absolutely. This is so reckless. So reckless. And I, I have a hard time justifying it. Like, I just don't understand what's, what is so important about the Silk Road and the trade. Like, it's not like Venice is like some poverty stricken, you know, well, city. They wanted the Silk. The, the Silk Road. Yeah. That's a big, that's so a big deal. So it's purely based mm-hmm. on greed. Exactly. It's, a, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they want that's that terrible. Silk. Well, I think Kublai it's says terrible. that later in the episode, too. He said something about um, certain men value fortune, fortune. over legacy. I know, yeah. Um, and 
It makes me wonder too about his father and stuff. Like, there's so many daddy issues and that's, in this. And that's oh yeah, where they, Kublai. They click. Yeah, Kublai had like not a good relationship with his dad. I think that's yeah. why he empathizes with Marco because he it makes understands. so much sense. He understands. Like he said, I think it was in the second episode. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was just about your age when I realized that I had to be the man that I wish my father. That's was. right. That's yeah. my favorite line of the series. Yeah, so far. I know. Yeah. Seriously, I just can't get that line out of my head. Um, but I just I want to believe that. But at least, okay, maybe not the uncle. I think the uncle is just purely driven by greed or whatever. But I feel yeah. like Marco's dad is after something, something larger and more meaningful than just money. Because he said, like, for a lord and for a family and for a city, like, there must be something there. But I just don't know what that is. He's just, he's very, he just seems very cowardly. Like, yeah, I, mm. you can't not trust what Marco sees. Marco has proven to have the eyes; he, he sees mm-hmm. everything, mm. and that's why they. Uh, that's why Kublai loves his, loves it when he describes things. Right, yeah. right, so, right. Because he has I think that he just, BS filter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this episode. <laughs> it's like when you saw when he gets captured when 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 they get captured for the smuggling. Mm-hmm. Marco just has that look of like I think he's he already knows what's going to happen, right. but I think he's more so just like wow, my dad's a piece of crap, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's just. Um, He's like dead, dead. He's like dead weight after yeah. that. Right, he's just right. in his chains, just sitting, right. just letting it happen. When he tells him, you know, just stop, enough. Yeah. He yeah. Like his dad is desperately trying to find words to, you know, sneak out of the situation. And Marco's like, dude, just stop. Just, it's just, done. Like you've done like, enough, pretty much. Mess, you're not going to talk your way out of this. And yeah. neither should you even try because you're just going to degrade yourself further. Yeah. So I think that kind of shows like the nobility, nobility in Marco's character, mm-hmm. which I yeah. really thought was amazing. I also, yeah. I also took this one little note. I just wanted to get this out there. Mm-hmm. His uncle is a dick. His <laughs> uncle. I just, I just really just yeah. wrote that down. Like his <laughs> uncle is like while I was watching, I was like, wow. Yeah. This guy's a yeah. jerk. I know he doesn't care, which makes me wonder: like, is there something bigger? You know what I mean? Because I understand, like, if, for example, when you're in war, you know, like, if you're in war, you understand that there has to be collateral damage. Sure. You know, so I wonder, like, I'm trying to justify, like, is this something so epic and well, so like be. important? I, mean, I don't know. It's crazy the thought process when they say to when they say to Marco, like, you look like you look like a. An oh, oriental, yeah. yeah. Like you don't even look at the I family. Know. Like, you it's sold like you guys slavery. me here. I know. I, I mean, know. I know his uncle too mentioned like stick to your heritage, like don't damage us, don't damage yeah. our land. But I'm like, he, Marco Polo is, <laughs> if anything, a good representation of what Italy may be, should as be opposed to right. you, exactly. who are representing yeah. greed and. Disloyalty and leaving your son like yeah, it's. I feel like they wear this mask of um, doing it for the kingdom almost, but mm-hmm. I think it's a personal greed, and I think they try and mask it with mm-hmm. something more than what mm-hmm. it actually is. And I think you said it. I think his dad is a coward, and I think he's trying to spit out words to explain his actions. And mm-hmm. when Marco shuts him down, it's that moment when a son becomes more wise the than man. his father, and right? There does seem to be something more to the father, though. Yeah. When, I, I see that when I watch it. There does yeah. seem, like, I think There's a glimmer. He, yeah. I, I think he wants to be a good dad. I think he, he wants to be a good person, like, yeah. yeah. So who knows? We'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. have to see. I mean, really like, interesting. now, well, I guess we can, we can mention this now. Mm-hmm. Um, Marco is 
tasked by the the Khan to kind of determine his father's fate, yeah. which is an incredibly heavy burden to bear. But I think it's incredibly generous of the Khan because, like, like the Khan said, like, you know, if you leave it yeah. to me and Yusuf, your dad's going to die. Yeah. I mean, that's the end of it. So, like... I'm compassionate to your struggle. I know that you have nothing to do with that it. That was so crazy to me that he showed that. that really? That, that, well, so because, you know, the last episode, he just beat the head in of, a, oh God, of someone yeah. who just witnessed... Remember when he killed the guy? Yes, yes. Who just course. witnessed him let Marco live? Mm-hmm. So I, I found that... So I think I think we have to look at the bigger picture because yeah. Marco has a skill that's incredibly valued to the con, valuable mm-hmm. to the con, mm-hmm. which is the reason why the con wants to make sure he's kind of like in a good space, mentally, yeah. physically, spiritually. So I think it makes sense to him because, I mean, what's important to the con is that Marco is loyal to him. And, and even, yeah, and yeah. so even if Marco knows that his father should be punished by death, you know, the con is kind of conscious of the fact that if Marco's dad were to be killed, Marco will probably, just because he's human, harbor some sort of. So you think it's a chess play? Hate. I mean, a, I saw this whole thing as both, more of a test, you know? really. It's, like it's both. I, I mean, he says to Marco Polo, like, you know our laws and you know our customs, mm-hmm. and if Kublai would kill his father, I, to me, it felt like a test. Like I, I mm. know he. Um, is you know he not fancies I don't know why that's the word I'm using right now, um, but yeah he he likes Marco Polo yeah. and he's valuable to him. Um, but it felt like a test to me, mm. and I think because they bring it up in the cell of like don't lose your heritage to this place. Like mm-hmm. I think you see his loyalty starting to switch and his um, trying to protect the blue princess. Like I think he's getting so immersed in the world, and yeah. to me it feels like a test, not just by the con, but like as a viewer too. You're kind of watching him right shift. make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that I tea mean, house scene was pretty intense. I mean, like he was yeah. like really angry and adamant about finding that the writer. Oh you yeah. Know? It, yeah, yeah. He really, he really <laughs> went for it. Mm-hmm. I know. He I really know. went. That, yeah. that kind of shocked me too. And like yeah. I said last time, this yeah. guy, he keeps, he keeps <laughs> the adventure. He keeps chasing these things. I'm like, like you're in a foreign country. Relax. Mm-hmm. And you just got bit by a snake. <laughs> he goes, you almost died. <laughs> he goes into this bar. The guy just learned kung fu. He literally just learned yeah. it. Yeah. And he's going toe to toe, toe to toe with was it. Awesome. Well, I think at this point he's been there for a while now because I think we saw we saw how long it takes to travel in those days and yeah. for her and for his dad to go and come back. I think it would have taken. I think at least maybe a couple of years well, had okay. passed. Yeah. But he still doesn't. He doesn't have any friends, really, right? So to just go know. inside the bar, the bar and just—he's going. He's in. It's just he's just in the wrong territory. He's just rolling in there. This guy looks crazy. <laughs> this guy, the guy, and then he sticks something in his shoulder. Yeah, it was awesome. That, yeah, he was just I mean, it was fighting cool. a man with a sword without yeah. a sword. I was, I was just, like. Yeah. Do your thing, that- Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. <laughs> I was just shocked that he kept going oh after. Oh my gosh! It. But um, going back to Marco's dad, I mean, so we find out that what they were smuggling were these silkworms, mm-hmm. which are incredibly valuable because it's not just a commodity, right? They yeah. constantly produce and um, 
yeah, the silk is so 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 valuable yeah. at that period, you know. And it was, it was it was kind of eerie how um, how intense it got. Like when when Yusuf brought out the silk. Yeah. How did he, yeah. how did he even? How was he aware? You could hear he, it. You could hear no, like a squirmy sound. Why did he go inside Marco's? room though well because Yusuf is incredibly wise and smart and it's his job to kind of just see what's going on that's why he's at the tea houses that's yeah. why he's following Marco he, he must and, have been aware of something well I think his dad down. being in town too is an opportunity right. for Marco Polo to maybe not be on good behavior or yeah for him to see like is he a part of us now or is he gonna right, go and right. you is know he, do something, something shady with his dad mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I think Yusuf is you know, constantly keeping an eye out. He's the guy who's supposed to know everything that's going on, right? Yeah. So, because he's a minister of war. And it's his job to keep the kingdom safe. So, like, I think, and I think he also sensed that something was off. Like, why are you here? Yeah. And I think, actually, I think Yusuf actually is quite fond of Marco and understands this, you know, you're not really here for your son. So what are you really here Uh for? That's right. He did see Marco... Run into the bar last episode. Yeah, for love. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> for love, for the he love really, of the he, blue princess. It's 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 jumping up. Like yeah, he's really, really like every episode. He's getting more and more intense. He's mm-hmm. fighting random guys, yeah. and you don't even see that many scenes with them together, which is a really interesting thing. It's like he's so in love alone. <laughs> Well, so much. I don't know if it's just love, or just but obsession. Like, I don't really know well, what it it's, is. It's kind of. I feel like I can kind of speak on this because I'm oh. Asian. I feel like um, in Asian dramas, it's very um, it's very common to just see somebody even just once or twice, you know, and to fall in love with them and for that love to endure sometimes a lifetime. It's like hmm. it's not an uncommon theme in Asian culture. Okay. Yeah, it's really not. That's cool. And I think that's, that's what, and especially in those days when it wasn't like, hey, we go on a date. <laughs> hey, what's up? Things don't that's work true. on. You know what I mean? Like you really like. Meet love. me at the crazy bar with those guys. <laughs> you, you're it. Yeah. yeah no, on, I mean like you. people like you know it was a it was a different time, right? Yeah. But I that wanted makes to. Sense. I want. I don't know her name, but I wanted to talk about Malin's friend who's taking care of Ling Ling because I yeah. love that scene with, you know. Jashi Dog kind of ruined it for me, but you know <laughs> the guy has good taste. Can we give him that? Yeah, She's beautiful. Yeah. The fan dancing was amazing yeah. and just captivating and beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah, put that, out what, there yeah that was a good. That was a good scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, very yeah. beautiful. Yes, very beautiful. And I think you know he. I think what it's meant to do is show us kind of like a different side of Chancellor Jashida because like, he's just so like nasty and horrible and we can hate him and you know so like we see this kind of like he appreciates her I think yeah. and it's not in like a it's not a and it doesn't feel predatory to me it feels more no. at, he admires her art I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's a good opportunity for them to show the culture too. Yes. And that he um that it's an important aspect to him. So mm-hmm. I think it's um, an opportunity to show how he feels about her, but also his, mm-hmm. his culture. Right, right, right. I don't trust so, him. I don't, I don't know. I, there's not, he's, <laughs> he's on the outs with me. There's nothing yeah. he does. He can't do anything right he's, by Michael. No, he's, <laughs> he's done. But I mean, like, speaking of culture, you know, he... You can jump to it. So, um, May, oh, he's yeah. kind of angry with Maylin. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and he blames her. He and blames he, Maylin. Yeah. Sorry. I know, I know. He's just a terrible, like, I know. He blames Maylin. And so, to punish Maylin, he's going to bind 
Ling Ling, and little that, sunflower. He breaks his. He breaks. He breaks worst. her foot. Yeah. That. It like I have chills. I, I, I'm really curious to know. That was the most cringeworthy scene. Yeah, I know, and we see a lot of cringeworthy things nowadays mm-hmm. on TV. But I'm really curious to know what the viewers thought and what you guys thought. Yeah, you know, what was this the first time you guys ever heard of this kind of yeah. practice? No, I've I've definitely heard of the mm-hmm. foot binding before, mm-hmm. and I I looked into it. I remember in high school when we were learning about um, different Asian cultures, mm-hmm. just because I was fascinated by mm-hmm. it. Um, I think more to understand why things like that happen or mm-hmm. happened. Um, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> so and terrible. the thing is, is that she's a lot older. You know, usually when you're binding, yeah. feet, you know, he kind of mentions it very quickly. He says that you know, Maylin, your mother should have started this a long time ago. But yeah, usually when you bind um, the, their feet, it starts at a much younger age and it's much more gradual. You don't just go breaking the toes mm. and like. You know, it was very, yeah. very, very Horrible. aggressive. Yeah, that whole scene right there. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They don't, they don't give Netflix shows Emmys a lot, except from House of Cards. But that whole scene right there, I, I, I thought that was really a really an epic scene. Oh, really the way he well, told the story and, yeah. well and it showed the, the different yeah. scenes. It really because he did it very oddly, delicately, and even when yeah. he pulled on the thing, he was like, "Shush, like it's okay." Yeah. Like there, there is this. And again, like to me, that's so much more terrifying than someone mm-hmm. doing something really aggressively and Absolutely. violently, like the way that he did it in this like manner that was, mantis. yeah, like so tender yes. and terrible at the same yes, time. It's I just know. like, it's so cringeworthy. Yeah, it's and terrible. The, the actress, the girl who's playing Ling Ling, she did such a fantastic <sighs> job. Like, she really, like, when she screamed, it shook my, show- my soul. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, excuse me. Shook my soul. <laughs> shook my shoulders and your soul. It was combined. It was, yeah, yeah my Oh my god, I think it was like the third time I've seen that scene, and just like, oh my. And then afterwards, you know, I told yeah. you, I told Katie, like, my stomach hurt. Yeah. Like, it was just really intense for me. But I was gonna say that scene was good because it really, I really didn't, I knew something was gonna happen. Yeah. But I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. I actually, I thought it was gonna be a, a, a an assassination attempt. Oh, you thought he was going to kill her? No, Kublai. Like when when they were dancing for Kublai, I oh. thought. Oh, I thought oh, that, I see. Yes, like yes. When he was, when yes. He was setting up, I was like, oh, it's just a, oh, he set him up. Yeah, He's gonna, oh, this is how they're going to ruin see, the I peace see. treaty. You know, right. so I was I was prepared for that. I yeah. see. But it was the, totally different. Oh, so either gosh. way, it, it messed me up. Yeah. I mean, it definitely the way they set up the ending of the show was really interesting and I liked it. It was sort mm-hmm. of beautiful in the way they portrayed the metaphor and it was sort of foreshadowing as well, showing the dance and stuff at yeah. um I don't know what you call that. The fan um, dance. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I um, think that's what, I guess what I'm calling it. I don't know. Yeah, but it you know <laughs> with the mimes and all that? that um, and oh, it, oh, with the mime oh I see, like the festival. Like yeah. it was like a celebration. And I I like when um shows do that or movies too, when they have this sort of um Mind runner home. that they come back to, yeah. this dance that's mm. happening and it's sort of Explaining almost the subtext of the other things right, that are right. occurring because we see the siege of the Song yeah. Dynasty people who were who went to the parlay. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Joshua Dao, you know, ordered his men to interfere, intersect, and kill the you know people who went to the parlay. Yeah, so that they don't come back with the information to the. Michael is just so angry right now. It's just, he, this guy really doesn't, it's crazy. He really doesn't want peace. I know. He's like, no, no, no. listen. Well, because I that's the only s- way that he's going to get to power. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, like, he killed, he killed the peace treaty guys. I they're, know. They're on his team. I know. But that's the thing about people who are 
hungry for power. I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any bounds that they have. Like, there's no length that's too crazy for them. And Absolutely. for them, it's justified. It's what I had to do to get to yeah. be in power and I'll be the best option for right. our land. Like, I think it's that sort of warped mentality that people who are just power hungry have and there's no reasoning with them yeah he's like so crazy that brings me to like another point though like chubby so we see chubby interesting an interesting interaction with chubby and kublai in this episode so chubby is obviously jealous of Uh maylin and she kind of holds out yeah. On Kublai. And then... I know. That's crazy. Seriously, it's crazy. And and then during the whole cere- like celebration, she kind of leaves and she's kind of obviously sort of disgusted with the whole thing. She's <laughs> yeah. just kind of like, this is, this is stupid. And I don't know, she just seems upset. And mm-hmm. then we see her, like, she's in the bed- bed- bedroom chambers and she calls over Mei Lin. So what were your thoughts on that? Because did you think she was doing that to learn Mei Lin's secrets or was she genuinely genuinely trying to make sure that you know she teaches Maylan how it's done. Oh, I mean, I thought it was an interesting um progression. Like I loved seeing her turn down the con. I think that um there's a strength in that and Absolutely. that even though she's jealous like it could have been just yeah. as easy to give in to him because she wants to get his attention. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like she's had this sort of power play in this show and mm-hmm. um in this particular episode and watching her look at him while he's laughing and stuff. It really made yeah. me feel like it was a real marriage that you're watching, Absolutely. not just yeah, oh, yeah. the con and his true. wife. Like it's something you would see someone in our day do. Like look at their husband. Like I already have resentment towards you, but mm-hmm. now I'm looking at you and I I can't. You know, yeah, is like, what it I, felt I, like. I can't. That I can't. Totally, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. and um, it felt relatable too. Mm-hmm. And I thought the ending with her and Maylene was interesting. Um, yeah. And I had yeah, I had mixed opinions about it. Um, mm-hmm. I I didn't know if it was to embarrass Maylene to have that power play that she'd been kind of tiptoeing towards or if it I, I don't know. <laughs> well, let's roll into some predictions. And I cuz I want to get your guys' right. thoughts on well, <laughs> Let's get some chanting going. So what do you guys think? What give me some give me some predictions. Because so far, Michael has been killing it. Okay. Yeah, Michael's been killing it. So <laughs> both of you guys haven't seen the future episodes. I want to know what you guys are thinking. I think uh, I think there's going to be an assassination. Someone's, something's going to happen. Mm. And I don't know who's going to get assassinated, but there's mm-hmm. going to be something. There's going to be an assassination of someone in, in, in Kublai's court. Mm. Interesting. That's Interesting. what I'm, I'm predicting. I okay. see something. Do you know? Do you have any idea who it might be? Do you want to give a guess? I, I think it's a prince. Yeah. You think uh, it's yeah. a prince? Honestly, I think, prince I think okay. they've set him up in yeah. this way of like uh-huh. you want him to succeed so uh-huh. bad, and I think he'll he'll get some sort of moment of glory, or he'll end up like dying for his father yeah. or something. Oh, like I just think that he's got he's got a limited amount of time. Is how I feel about him because yeah. he's so wanting. He's too vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much there that he wants and that he can't seem to get and I just think it's going to be his downfall. Mm, absolutely. So what do you think Marco is going to do about his dad's situation? What do you think is going to be the that he, punishment that he goes for? Either I think he's going to ban them. Mm-hmm. He's going to ban them? He's going to ban them. He's going to get rid of them. He's going to ban them. Okay. Yeah. Either, yeah, I'll take banning over imprisonment. Okay. Final answer. All right. 
Yeah, I feel like it would be a sort of excommunication, but I wonder if his father dies anyway. Mm. I don't know Mm. how, but I feel like I... I feel like Marco Polo would make a decision that would be like, you're just not welcome back here ever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if someone else like goes into the jail before they leave and like kills them or something. So maybe it's an assassination and the whole thing would just have no. (laughs) I don't know. Like I I could see them making one more mistake and Mm -hmm. then it being like, even though Marco Polo tried to give you an option out, like you're still so you that you've ruined it for yourself and now you're going to be killed anyways. Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, you guys, we have to wrap it okay. up. Okay. Well, I yeah. have so much art. I know. I know. So, <laughs> join us next episode. Um, where, where can we follow you guys? Instagrams or? Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter, uh, Michael underscore Drew, E A L, and mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram, Michael Drew Straight. Okay. Yep. I'm on Twitter, and it's Katie Wilbert, and also on Instagram, just Katie Wilbert. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Simple. Keep it straight. Welcome to the team, Katie. Yeah, Thank seriously, you. welcome to the team. Yay. <laughs> and you guys can follow me or tweet at me, excuse me, at MS underscore Jun Lee, and just, you know, join the conversation. We love hearing from mm-hmm. you guys and getting your input, and yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.